Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This one is I'm fine, it's fine, everything is fine. And before you get all like, why is she asking how I'm fine? Because that's what we're going to talk about. Um, When people say they're fine, they're generally anything but fine. There are a lot of things that you can be when you say you're fine, but fine is probably the, (laughs) the biggest of the lies that we tell ourselves about. Like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. We're just trying, that's just someone trying to talk themselves off of a ledge, trying to calm down, trying to rationalize. And I really want to go after fine in a big way because it is such an indicator of a place where things are not fine. And so I want to look at the places where fine could be tripping you up and I want to talk about them. And I don't want to talk about them um, in a way where there's some sort of fucking sales funnel attached. Um... I just want to talk about them in terms of like which one of these feel like you because that's where we begin. We begin by identifying what kind of fine you are. I'm sure that there are more than five kinds, but for the purposes of our podcast, there are five kinds of fine. And as always, I'm going to be coming from a place where like I did this, I have noted a pattern, and I just wanted to share this pattern Um that I have done and that I've noticed other people doing. So it's never like people do this, but I don't do this. Like, no, 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 no. One of the ways that you get really good at identifying patterns that cause harm is basically like I live the pattern and then I try and learn from it and share it with you. Perhaps not the most efficient, but it is the most validating because you know that I'm never coming from a place of judgment. I'm always like, ha ha ha, did that too. Maybe don't do that anymore. Um, so just a reminder in case you're new or you're like, you're super tuned into social media where everybody's being canceled for every goddamn thing they've ever said ever. Um, maybe this is a different space where it's okay. It's totally okay. If these fines are coming after you, it's totally okay. If you're one of these five people or one of these fine groups, The goal is not to shame you. It's not to cause guilt. It's simply to identify, like, if we can identify and give a name to this sort of feeling that's haunting you, then we can begin to shift it. But for the most part, unless we're in breath work, we can't shift the things that we're not feeling or that we're not willing to feel. So from the the logical standpoint, I'm talking a lot. Here we go. The irony of doing the I'm fine, it's fine, everything is fine podcast is that I have this weird, like, 
allergy situation going on where like I have meds and I'm fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. Like I am not feeling ill enough to stop working, but I'm also not like fucking a hundred percent throw down. We got this. Oh my God. Um, it's like an, it's sort of an in-between space where like I am medicated. I am doing what needs to be done. I'm having my tea and I feel fine. So that's the irony, is that I'm coming to you to banish fine while feeling fine. Come on, it's funny, and let's get into it. So, number one, um, this is the phrase, uh, even if it's internal, you've probably never said this out loud, but internally, I'll take care of everyone else, it's fine. You might have succumbed to martyrdom, which those born female are trained for since birth. Like, in my life... This looked like showing up as a perfect angel of productivity in my work and vacuuming and cleaning and cooking and doing all of those things in home while resenting everyone for not noticing how much I was struggling and how little energy I had to spend. Like, never mind that I never or rarely verbalized my needs or desires or stunning exhaustion, right? And verbalizing, (laughs) who does that? It's everyone else's fault. They don't understand. Like, real housewives are the answer. And I know it. And I'm going to watch more of them. Um, My martyrdom pushed me further into numbing out and into trying to recover from life by avoiding life altogether. So I shoved things like needs and feelings. uh, Just shoved those as far down as possible. And then I put reality TV on top of more reality TV. Uh, And when people asked if I needed a break or I'd like some help, I would say no. Like, I would just say no to their face because I was fine. Um, So if you have done the thing, which you were trained to do, if you were a female, if you were raised female, um, which is to put it to look at, look at the entire world of needs that exists before you. All of those needs are more important than your own. (laughs) That's how you get here. That's how you get here. So the, the spot where I'll take care of everyone else, it's fine. That's a spot where you could be. And I don't have any fucking magical solution. I don't have any like 10 part program to get you out of there. I just want you to acknowledge that that is where you are. If that's where you are. Because it matters to identify the pattern. That's the first step. That's all we're going for here is pattern recognition. Number two, I'll work even harder. It's fine. Um, Hashtag Enneagram 3. This is you. I'll work even harder. It's fine. If not martyrdom, you might be taking workaholism for a spin. So that looks like uh, resting. No. Time off. Nope. Taking a break from thinking about work. Never. Fun. Definitely not. We have work to do. (laughs) Have you not been paying attention? So I'll work even harder. It's fine. Um, Comes up. And again, you might not say this out loud. This might just be a prevailing attitude. Work will help you numb out in the name of capitalism, which makes it much harder for those around you to address as an issue directly. Society says you should be working, and you are, nonstop. Why would anybody be upset with this? Except you burst into tears at seemingly random times, or you're angry at seemingly random times, like your your road rage is 15 out of 10 levels of intense. You can't figure out exactly why, so you figure it's for no reason. Heavy air quotes on for no reason. I could give you about 30 reasons that you were upset about life right now. Um, You beat yourself up for having bursts of emotion, right? Because you're like, where did this come from? This isn't isn't happening. And then you keep working. Um, 
this is a big one for my clients and the the cycle is just like well you can't even keep it together keep it together emotionally when you're working so then you just go further into the work to stop having the emotion but the emotion is trying to lead you out of the work to rest and it never quite works so that's where you end up in this sort of cycle of workaholism where you're constantly numbing out you can't really handle anything else you don't know how to rest you don't know how to take a break you don't know how to have fun you don't know how to stop thinking about work you fantasize about not working but the actual implementation of i am not working right now just doesn't happen um and again super not judging uh, in my life, workaholism showed up when I was many years into a marriage. I first got the impulse to end at the six-week mark. <laughs> did I face that reality with grace and aplomb? No, I did not. I did what any self-respecting, overachieving woman does. I worked even harder. I sat at my computer faithfully for 8 to 12 hours a day, five days a week, and sometimes on weekends. I tweeted, I posted, I blogged, I emailed, I coached, I wrote anything to avoid the fact that I didn't actually like my husband or want to be near him. My work was as much an escape from myself and my circumstances as it was a way to make money and help help others grow. Um, yeah, I don't have any jokes to make about that. That's just what I did. It wasn't a good idea, but I did it. Um, in 2021, workaholism means you're stressed from having an extra 3,000 pandemic-based decisions a day to make, from making and canceling plans, from rescheduling and trying to navigate all things, what the fuck is even happening in an unstable global year. You are tired from navigating the rapidly changing economic, social, educational, and political landscapes, from being on at all times. If you work from home, there can be a sense that you are never like off or on break or away, that you're just on all the time. Um, if you've had to use Zoom at all, you are tired from Zoom. You are, my understanding of being a parent right now is that you're exhausted from mask mandates or the lack thereof. And just finding the courage to face another day when you wake up is another thing that can be exhausting you. And you have to do all the work you would normally do. So when you're you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted, you're basically holding on by a thread. But when people ask how you are, you're Do you see how that's like a really easy thing to say and also a lie that you're fine? Um, number three, I don't have like sexy transitions here. I'm sorry. Usually I have sexy transitions between these things. I'm just like one, two, three. That's all I have. <laughs> uh, number three is just keep swimming. So this is the Dory from Finding Nemo, just keep swimming. Um, but what you're really saying when you say just keep swimming is the status quo is fine. So if you haven't turned to workaholism, which you might have, you might feel unmoored or adrift, like distant from your being, distant from your work. You might find yourself asking existential questions like, what is it all for? What does it all mean? Why does this work matter? What difference does it make? And those are all really good questions to ask, but asshole brain will generally come in and assure you that none of this matters. Um, asshole brain is going to pipe up that there's no way that idea you just had will work, so just keep swimming. All of your efforts are tilted towards surviving today, which means manta maintaining the status quo, that there, there's just not enough energy to sort of reach forward into the future and try to make a shift 
So it's one day, then the next. No need to dream or plan or strategize. And those longings that you feel for something different or wild or expansive or imaginative, you shove those into a teeny tiny box and banish them to the back of your brain. So at some level, you're stagnant, but surviving, which is what anybody can ask right now, right? That's all they can ask. You're fine. Again, just noticing the pattern. No big solutions here. Uh, Number four, everything I want can happen later. I'm fine. So it might look like you're functioning normally on the outside, which is a lot of people right now. But on the inside... Your insides feel condensed and sometimes you don't feel like you can breathe. You catch yourself holding your breath when you're stressed. Um, Again, because I don't want you to think that I'm judging you. um, For a lot of the time that I was in Portland last year, um, when I would see drones or I would see like police helicopters, you know, sirens, unmarked federal government vans, you know, just generally like objectively distressing things or like hearing gunshots um at protests like scary shit um I would catch my breath just hold my breath like somehow my body is like this is the solution just hold your breath (laughs) and I had to consciously learn to work through that and beyond that to check in to keep breathing I had to take up meditation like in a serious way for god's sake to just be able to breathe normally like a human again so Whenever you hear this, don't let asshole brain take you into she's judging me mode. Let it take you into, "Uh uh-huh, I do that too. I promise that's all I'm looking for is can we recognize the pattern? So for this one, you're curled into a metaphorical ball and you're hoping this shit ends soon. So you'll make up something new or get back to your business or start your business or advance your career or try making more art or gather your ideas later and later is completely undefined but it's it keeps getting pushed out so it's when pandemic ends when your kids go to kindergarten when your kids go to high school when your kids go to college when you lose 10 pounds when you can hire more childcare, when you can hire an assistant when you can hire a manager when you can hire an accountant when you can hire a fully staffed yacht like there's no <laughs> there's no limit to how much we have to have before we'd be like oh, i'll do that later yeah 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 perfect Perfect. When I have that extra like 27 mil to put the down payment on the yacht, that's when I'll start doing the other stuff, right? It's absurd, but asshole brain is like, yeah, 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 believe that. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you have the yacht, then you'll do the thing. Yeah. So your brain is convincing you that nothing needs to happen right now. We can just wait this out, which may or may not be true. You're sort of curled into a ball and just waiting for it to end. And your enthusiasm for life and for the future have experienced massive shrinkage because you're not focused on the future you're not focused on living you're focused on like surviving and whatever i need doesn't matter because it just needs it'll happen later and that's a hundred percent okay because you are fine and number five i think this might be the most common with my people so thanks for listening this far uh, which is i can do it all by myself i'm fine (laughs) um Because we've faced social isolation like never before in the past few years, and it's it's past the year mark, so I'm just going to say years, plural, with pandemic, you might have slipped into I can do it all by myself syndrome. 
partly this is not your fault because you couldn't have help in a lot of ways. And partly we have to watch this pattern because you might be convincing yourself that you don't need childcare or help taking care of your home or someone to help you process orders or send mail or respond to customers or build systems. You don't need a sounding board or someone to support you as you take your next steps in business. Asshole Brain's going to step in and say that you don't need any of the help that you definitely need. I have never met a parent who does not need childcare help. It just like it's just like me and the kid for the rest of time. No one needs to take that kid off my hands ever. I've never witnessed that in my whole life. Because you can't do it all by yourself. You're not meant to do it all by yourself. So your whole being is contracting in such a way that more and more responsibilities land on you. Many of those are out of your control. And it just reinforces this idea that you're the only person you really trust to get the job done. You're doing it all by yourself because you are fine. There it is. So finding your fine life points is going to help you find spots where you are lying to yourself, where you're totally overwhelmed, or where you're unable to handle facing some portion of your life directly. So again, this, is, this part is not about solutions. It's just about let's identify where fine shows up to in your life. So, which sounds like you at the moment? Number one, I'll keep taking care of everyone else. It's fine. Number two, I'll work even harder. It's fine. Number three, just keep swimming. The status quo is fine. Number four, everything I want can happen later. I'm fine. And number five, I can do it all by myself. It's fine. Number six is all of these. (laughs) If you're just like, I don't fucking know. Everything is fine and it's been that way for a while. It's okay to just pull in number six and be like all of these. But what I would love you to do is to hit me with an email, k at kristenkalp.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-K-A-L-P.com, and uh, and shoot me with like what is what is going on? What does fine look like for you? What's happening? Um, I would love to know that and I will use every response I receive anonymously to help make my next free live event even better. So talking to me about how you are fine and how that shows up helps everyone who listens to the podcast or reads these emails because it goes into this next thing, which is, yes, there's an amazing thing coming. And that is that there's a free live podcast event of amazingness called Don't You Dare Settle for Fine which is a live podcast recording. Um, It is inspired by Roy Kent's famous lines from Ted Lasso. Thanks for asking. And that's going down on September 15th at 11 a.m., which is next week, which I realized, like, you might have missed it, but go look for it, because Don't You Dare Settle for Fine is the companion volume to this particular email or this particular podcast. So if you would like to talk about your version of Fine and get coached for, like, the next step out of it in real time, yes, let's do it. Talk to me. We'll find a next step to start moving you out of fine mode. If you would like to hear more about how to kick fine to the curb and live a goddamn spectacular life in the midst of pandemic, yes, we'll be talking about that. And you can play with me and ask questions in real time. Um, Spoiler alert, I will be talking about seeing Springsteen on Broadway and why what I learned from the boss matters to you. I promise that's just one small part of it in case you're not a Springsteen fan. Uh, But kristenkelp.com com slash fine to sign up or you can do that magical wonderful thing where you're on my email list and you just hit the appropriate links it's it's fine 
Um, also, if you would like dibs on my live event in Philly this November, get stoked because I'm going to give you details and a promo code at that time. So there. Um, so yeah, if you get anything out of this, shoot me an email. Tell me a thing. Tell me how fine shows up for you. Tell me how it fucks with you. Tell me how it works to your benefit or like what benefit does it have? Why is it being employed? Because it does have a reason. Um, and if you'd like, tell me this, what you suspect would be the next step out of that thing. And if you're like, I have no fucking idea, that's okay too. We're just identifying that fine is like a very cheap wallpaper that can cover over a lot of things for a time. But when anything really, really terrible or bad or stressful or like a tornado hits, that wallpaper is done. It is over and it's going to be revealed to be messy underneath there. So fine can like paper over mess. And I just want to go directly at it, tear the fine off and take a look at whatever it is that's under there. Because whatever it is that's under there, it can be faced, it can be remedied, it can be worked with, it can be sorted. But if we just keep saying it's fine and don't look at it, that's when the real like life issues happen. Because whatever we can't look at, we can't alter in any capacity or even deal with and just like make a room for so kristenkelp.com slash fine to get your seat to the live podcast um and just talk to me okay at kristenkelp.com let me know what's coming up how fine showing up may you find the courage to admit the places where life is fine And may you find the strength to just take a teeny tiny step out of fine. It may not be pretty. It may not be a big deal. But it is a step nonetheless. May you feel deeply surrounded with love and with humanity. When you realize like this is not this is not just you. This is pattern recognition over the course of more than a decade of being in business talking to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people and noticing these patterns so this is not this is not a judgment and you're not alone may you revel in no matter what it is you're not alone may you refuse to beat yourself up for the ways that you have just put put a fine wallpaper over things in order to be able to keep going in your life and may you find the courage to look at those things at such time as it is safe. May you be surprised by how much more than fine your life can be today, how much enjoyment, how much capacity for ease, how much you can receive, how much joy you can take in. May you and your family remain safe and healthy. And may you sign up to come to the Don't You Dare Settle for Fine podcast at kristenkelp.com slash fine. I love you. Thank you for listening. Again, any emails, kristenkelp.com. I would love to hear from you. And I will see you live very soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly 
scream-sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format, one gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.